Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Looking to education, free primary school books for all students starting in September of 2023 and also a change in the student-teacher ratio. Our student-teacher ratio, of course, one of the highest in Europe still. Jennifer Horgan's a teacher and economist. Jennifer, on those two provisions, the, the free school books, and you in your on your Twitter in particular, were delighted to see the reduction in class sizes. Morning. Morning, PJ. Yeah, I, I think that... My initial reaction was was one of joy and relief in terms of the class sizes, um, because I think it's absolutely where we should be spending our money. We're so much more aware now of neurodivergence in our classrooms, so we need time and space to build relationships, and that's always where my interest lies. Um, from a parent perspective, the the news on the school books is absolutely positive. Um, it was, you know, Barnardo's did a huge survey this year and they were citing, I think, 420 euro is what parents were paying for a fourth class student. Um, so, you know, that's obviously, you know, just bonkers. Um, so, so that needed to be addressed. Um, however, I, I'm, I'm going to have a, a few negatives here. Um, it, it, there's no mention of secondary school. Now, yeah. secondary school, they were citing that the, the, the costs actually double for a first year student. Um, so, you know, I suppose that's, we'd like to go in that direction that we could include secondary. Mm. Um, but I suppose I also have reservations in terms of textbooks themselves. And as a country, we do seem to be over-reliant on textbooks. And I would question that as an educator. Um, I'd have a worry that now schools are going to spend a huge amount of money, 47 million, I think, has been given uh, for, for textbooks, a huge amount of money on stuff that we actually don't necessarily need. Um, there are many reasons why textbooks might not be the perfect answer, you know, um, in that they're, they're harder to use to differentiate in a class. You know, you've got 30 students with very varying uh, needs and abilities. And so a textbook can actually be quite restrictive. Um, we see in primary school, particularly, there's a lot of single use um, sort of activity books. I see yeah. them as a parent. Workbooks. I've got three primary school workbooks. And, uh, you know, the thing is, uh, every summer I, I'm, I'm trying to recycle them, but they've got plastic covers. Um, and, you know, these, I've heard from other teachers in primary. I'm a secondary school teacher, but in primary that sometimes these are used as kind of, you know, time filling exercises. And because they don't always have um, the funding for substitute teachers, um, like if my my husband is a primary school teacher, if he's sick, he's not replaced. His class is split up and put into different classrooms and they're asked to fill out their workbooks. So I think that, you know, uh, we need to really think about how are we spending our money? 
um, the 47 million is coming in for textbooks, but we're losing the scheme that was set up post-COVID, the class scheme, which was 50 million, which was to try and address inequalities, um, you know, coming after COVID. So as an educator, I'm really conscious that, you know, you don't just want to spend money, you want to spend it in the best way possible. There are many countries in the world that don't really use textbooks. I worked in the British system for 12 years, never used a textbook. Australia, Canada, mm. um, people are moving away from them because they're, they're very aware of different needs in classrooms and the fact, you know, that knowledge is changing all the time. Yeah. Um, and you see that, you know, new editions coming out every year. So a parent is spending money and then they can't yeah. pass the book on to their, well, 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 you know, all that well, stuff. Jennifer, that nonsense is going on since I was in school and since my own children yeah. were in school, that a book, and I think it's particularly, and you being a secondary teacher, it's particularly a problem with secondary. And a few years yes. ago, one of the education correspondents in the newspapers did research over a period of time. And uh, as a, a standard book in science, about nine pages changed over three years, but you had to get a new book every year. That nonsense is still going on. It's horrific. Yeah, it's not good enough. You know, it's not. And uh, so I, I'd be really interested to hear more about the details of the plan um, and how that's going to be prevented. I know there's worries as well among local bookshops, you know, that what what kind of deal is going to be um, secured? You know, are these are the local bookshops going to suffer? Yeah. Um, so there's a lot to be sort of ironed out, I suppose. So I'd say, yeah, from a parent perspective, lots of positives. From yeah. a, a school perspective, I'd like us to, to keep asking questions. I think parents will welcome the idea of free primary school books. They certainly will welcome that. But like you said, it's a machine with many moving parts. Jennifer, thank you. Jennifer Horgan, both a teacher and a columnist with the examiner. And I don't, I know myself, if my smallies were in primary school, I'd be absolutely delighted. Kate on school books. Morning. Hi. Um, a lot of people couldn't afford to go on the laptops and iPads, you know? Yeah. You couldn't for a few children. And they're stolen a lot of the time as well. So you're not going to steal somebody's school sack, but you definitely run off with their iPad or the laptop, you know? True. I just think it's it's such an expensive item. And then people mightn't have the wherewithal at home either for connecting up, you know? There's yeah. lots of people don't. They're presuming that everybody has it, you see. This is Jennifer's point that in many parts of the world they've moved yeah. away from the books entirely yeah and they're quite yeah but then is it, is it the school are supplying them or do people have to get them and if you have three or four children you know it's that's true. a lot of money it is it yeah. is you, you're right oh, King. okay take Thank, care bye-bye cheers thanks Fiona um, it's, it's a scary amount of money I remember it when my two were small like August and September were heavy, heavy duty months. It is. And Jennifer was talking about, um, you know, book rental schemes that some schools have. And the school, we're lucky the school that um, our two go to do have that in place. But you're still talking about, and like, I can't remember exactly how much because we bought Charlie's books before the summer. But you're talking about a hundred euro um, and he's gone into second class. And then Nancy has gone into junior infants and she um, was just probably, I don't know, was about 80 euro or something like that for everything. But, um, and then you have to include the school bag and all the pens and pencils and, and all of that kind of stuff and that. And then the uniform. And the uniform, I mean, we didn't even buy a lot of Charlie's uniform because we had it from last year. We got him a size too big so that it would fit him for this year. Um, although I was looking at his tracksuit bottoms this morning, I was like, mm, we're not really going to get much time out of that because you know the way young they kids grow. They grow like grass. Yeah, they but grow. I mean, you know, it was 250 quid, I think, just yeah. for the uniforms. And that was without shoes. And then you have to buy runners and shoes. And uh, it's just, it's an absolute 
it's so expensive. It's such an expensive time for people when mm. their children are going back to school. And we just have two. So I can imagine for families who have more than that mm. and children in secondary school then it must be just absolutely outrageous. I dread that, to be honest. <laughs> As I always say to people, the first... 24 years of having children is about, about the worst. <laughs> when you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.